And in our third and final segment, uh, we're going to uh, be joined in a moment um, by Michael Pelagotti. Uh, Michael was a, a Occupy Wall Street activist, very active in that in 2011. And, and for the past eight years, he's been a, a licensed uh, tour guide here in New York. Uh, for a number of years, he was uh, giving uh, uh, tours. Uh, he was a tour guide on the double-decker buses that we see uh, driving around the city all the time. Of course, uh, all the, those workers were laid off during the pandemic, but now the tourists are back and um, the two of the three uh, bus lines are, are out and about again uh, with those tourists, but they have not brought the, the workers back. Instead, they are using pre-recorded taped uh, uh, messages uh, to uh, deliver the information about the city to their, to their passengers and uh, uh, more recently, uh, Michael and others have been uh, holding weekly protests at Times Square on, on Friday afternoons to call attention to this. Michael, thank you for uh, taking some time today to join us on WBAI Radio. Thank you for having me. You bet. So uh, just for starters, uh, can, can you talk a, a little bit about uh, the, these bus lines and, and, and what, they, what they've done to the the tour guides like yourself, something like 200 of you now out of work? Yeah, if you combine uh, Gray Line and Big Bus, uh, yes, there's about, there's been about uh, 200 of us laid off. And um, as the city reopened uh, to tourism, none of us have been brought back. And as far as the third company goes, Top View, Top View back in 2016, right around Labor Day, um, laid off all of their tour guides and um, after they formed a union and went automated. So they've been doing this for a while, but Brayline and Big Bus, uh, you know, Big Bus used to advertise the fact that they had live tour guides. And since, uh, since uh, the city reopened, well, where are those live tour guides now? I went to the Top View website and it, it doesn't mention anything about live tour guides at all in any city. So I have a hunch that this is larger than New York City, but but nationwide. So what 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 stirred me to action was I took a quick vacation to Gettysburg uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, because I always wanted to see Gettysburg. I'm a history buff, and what I noticed in Gettysburg is something that I that I also did not notice in New York is that Gettysburg brought all their tour guides back. They're, 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 doing, they're, they're doing the whole gig on coach buses and on non-coach buses. They're back and they're doing their thing. They're licensed tour guides out there. So if Gettysburg, which has way less visitors than New York City, can do that, then there is no excuse for New York City not to do the same exact thing. And so I took it upon myself to, you know, start my own little movement called Bring Back the Guides, where I, I go to Times Square with my son and I do public outreach uh, to anyone passing by, informing them that, you know, about 200 tour guides have been laid off. They haven't been brought back to work. And, you know, we've been we've been dying to go back to work. If there was any if there was any profession that got hit harder uh, by, uh, by COVID than anything else, it's been the profession of sightseeing guides. We were the first to get hit. All of most of the private guides, and this is not including the buses, 
they had to cancel all their tours and go to virtual tours. And all the tour guides who do the buses, they, they got thrown out of work. And so, you know, we've been, we've been humming to get back. And for whatever reason, uh, Big Bus is uh, being uh, obstinate. They're not, they're not rehiring tour guides right now. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're the union shop steward over there. I'm not mentioning any names. You know, he wants to hold protests, but he doesn't give me a specific date or anything like that. And, you know, I'm like, what, what's taking you so long? And as far as Grayline goes, the company that I used to work for, they are not running tours. Instead, they are running buses, uh, empty tour buses, because most of the, a lot of the money from the tour bus industry comes from advertisements. So no tourists on top, but the buses are running anyway because they have the ads on the side. And that's where they where the executives get their money from. Right. And and we've seen a lot of automation of jobs, you know, um, in the U.S. and around the world over the past 10, especially five years, especially this past year with the pandemic. And I think people might think, oh, cool, like, you know, robotics. But really, the reality is that people like you are losing their jobs all over the country. So explain to us what experience someone who wants to sightsee New York is going to have now compared to what they would have had if you were their tour guide and you know the problems that they're going to face tell you the difference between me and an automated tour an automated tour has about 100 hours of um, research time under uh, in its uh, system i have about 20,000 hours of research time so you know I, you know and, and my fellow colleagues have about that who are passionate and dedicated about the business have have about that same if not more hours of research under their belt. So automated tours are more or less just like telling you bits of information at every stop. And the, the, the problem with automated tours is that a common thing that happens in New York City uh, when you're riding on a tour bus, a lot of tourists stand up and they hit their heads on traffic lamps and they, or, or they hit their heads on low-hanging tree branches. And, uh, yeah, the automated tour can't tell you to sit down. It can't save your life. And an automated tour also can't tell you to avoid scam artists on the street. And an automated tour can't tell you where the good local restaurants are. It'll tell you to go to, like, Buca de Beppo or, like, you know, McDonald's instead of uh, patronizing some, some somewhere like Defara's or, you know... Um, what else? What other great restaurants we have in New York City, or or even the local bodega? The local bodega offers better food than than McDonald's does. So you know, an automated tour can't tell you these things, and an automated tour can't uh, you know uh, deconstruct the sensory overload that is inherent with New York City for someone who is not from New York and they're getting a little overwhelmed by everything that they see. So yeah, it's not the same thing. And a lot of people say, oh, well, automation's coming, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is, we're talking about automation that is of the bare minimal standard, okay? The, the tour bus executives are, are, not, are, are not on the up and up in terms of updating their automated tours, okay? They just want your money. They want you to sit on the bus and ride around and, you know, and be stuck up there, especially when you're, when you're in traffic. And an automated tour definitely can't entertain you when you're stuck in traffic. Right. We, we have about one more minute uh, left in the show. Uh, also, I understand there's there's dangers. If there's no tour guide, the, the passengers will sometimes uh, uh, pester or distract the drivers who uh, have quite a job themselves to do to steer these uh, buses around uh, the streets. 
Yes, and there's a bill about there, there's a bill in committee right now called two eighty nine A, which has been introduced by Yadonis Rodriguez to prevent such a thing. And for the past three years, it's been stuck in committee. And if this bill becomes a law, it will guarantee that a tour guide, a licensed tour guide, will be up on the upper deck or uh, on the upper deck uh, to prevent these types of things from happening. But you know, lobbyists have been paid by these bus companies to prevent that bill from becoming a law. We need that bill to become a law so then all of us can go back to work. Okay, and, and um, r- real quick, uh, in the meantime, while you're we're ho- hoping to go back to work with the as a tour guide. You've been uh, making ends meet by by doing what? I've been working in retail. Okay, I've been working in the bowels of the retail industry. Uh, you know, instead of uh, touring, uh, doing history tours and putting that twenty thousand uh, hours worth of knowledge to, to use. You know, I've been telling people where the toothpaste is. I've been telling people where you know where do you find the, the razor blade. You know, it, it's it, it's almost. I don't want to say it's insulting. And while I'm thankful to have a job, it's not my career, and I want my career back. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to leave it there for now. But uh, Michael Pelagotti. Uh, tour guide extraordinaire, former Occupy Wall Street activist. Thank you so much for joining us on 99.5 FM this evening. Thank you for having me. You bet. Well, that wraps it up uh, for tonight. I uh, want to uh, thank our uh, co-host, Amma Gagarin, again, also board, our board operator, Reggie Johnson, and uh, 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 Zion Decato, who uh, helped with uh, uh, some clips in the in the headlines today. We'll be back same time next week.